0: Oh, hi, thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Hello, and welcome back to We're Trying Our Best-ish. I'm Steven.
1: And I'm Cody. So We're you have gonna, some notes for us, right? We, d- Yeah, just like every other episode. Great. I uh, just want to start off. I want you, I want, want you, I want to let you know that I love you. I love you, too. Okay. The notes aren't bad. I'm not saying it because I just want you to know that I love you and care He's about you. He's actually about to kill me right now, everyone. Um... <laughs> <laughs> just fucking boom just end a podcast I just sit here and talk to myself for a whole fucking hour and, and as a half you, cry. you just murdered me yeah, I'd cry if I'm the I I've. feel like if I'm the one that killed you I'm so like just disassociated from real life that I'd be like he's not dead he's just a body that's not responding I'd weekend at Bernie's you have you seen that movie no, they just walk no, no, around with a no. corpse because they're like we're so. going to get framed for his fucking murder and they just drag his corpse around it's super fucked up No, haven't okay seen. that's fine that was a tangent. Um <clears throat> want to start off with this before we Well, I, I guess it is in my notes somewhere. I don't I just read them as I go. But Steven met his first fan the other day. I did. He did. It was great. I'm sorry I didn't get your name. Sorry I
0: was so awkward. I was panicking and I was on the phone with a friend. So he, uh, It was nice to meet you. Um, person.
1: Yes. Um he got recognized because he was um at the grocery store shopping and he was on the phone with one of his friends and the lady or i'm sorry the person i don't know how they identify the person overheard him talking and she was like are you steven and he was like yeah she's like i love your podcast and like when you told me this you were so confused and i was like what do you do like 15 fucking pot you do one podcast yeah um so she loved steven she we don't know this direct quote because steven can't remember she called me an arrogant asshole i agree with the asshole part i this bothered me for a whole day but it the, might have been
0: ignorant we
1: discussed ignorance that. fair and i told you i'll take that because like as you can tell through our conversations i'm learning new things about the world all the time and i did start out very ignorant especially like way before we started this i was a piece of shit yeah but arrogant i don't get because i told you this the other day if you listen to any one of our episodes you'll know like that i hate myself and like self degradation is like a real thing for me <sighs> and that's all i do and arrogance means, I think highly of myself. Clearly that's not true. Yes. I, I agree with the asshole part. I just had issue with like being open and vulnerable with you. And somebody's like, this arrogant motherfucker loves himself. Like After all of our conversations, there's no way that could come across that way. Definitely not. Okay, cool. That was all. Steven met a fan who doesn't like me. That's going to be probably a common thing. Because like I said, when we started this whole thing, you're obviously going to be the most likable person. Yeah. Like, by far. Everyone loves the gay, except the people who don't. <laughs> Everyone loves gays except the millions of people that kind of wish you didn't exist. That's fine. It's fine. Um I also I told you the other uh, day, I don't know if I told you prior to that, but I've gotten I think it's like two complaints from two separate people that like our podcast is too PC. Yeah. And like I I do agree that it's more PC than it would be if I was talking to anybody else on a podcast except you. I mean, I've literally made abortion jokes and hooker jokes on the podcast. That's not exactly super PC. No. But, <clears throat> so I don't think we're super PC. We're just like aware of like shit going on. Um, we're going to start with the story. Um, so my cousin Zion, yep. the weird redneck, <laughs> um, who's not a redneck anymore. He's going to listen to this and be like, fuck you, dude. But I asked him if I could talk about it and he said yes um so our family gets together usually every sunday um it depends on what we work and stuff because our schedules change but last sunday we hung out zion smokes weed he shows up to our grandma's house every week just stoned off his ass with his uh wife which is fine whatever everyone in the family except me and nana who's our grandma smoke weed it's like commonplace you just can't smoke weed in the house it's legal here or whatever but he showed up and he like I think it was, like, within the, the first 20 minutes of seeing him, he was like, hey, did you hear the world's going to end next week? And this was Sunday, so I, like, the inauguration's tomorrow. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry, today is January 19th at 6.44 p.m. on a Tuesday, so the inauguration is tomorrow, Wednesday the 20th. Um, and he thought it was, like, still the previous week, and he was like, we had a whole week, but he, like, realized really quickly, he's like, the world's going to end, and I was like, why? And he was like, China, Russia, Korea. And I was like, which one? There's two Koreas. And he's like, Korea. Um, he's like, they're going to nuke us because they all hate Biden. And, like, we're not going to get into politics right now and, like, how you and I believe or differ on all any of that. But, like, I told him, I was like, all those countries threatened that the last election, too. Yeah. For the other guy, for Trump. So, like, I don't see them doing the same thing. And, like, he was freaking out the whole time. I thought he was just getting, like, a paranoid high. And his wife was like, no, he's been like this for a fucking week. Just, like, going off about it. So the night goes on. And he, my family owns a lot of firearms. My grandfather owned. I'm not going to list a number here. Um, it's more than any single man would need in their life. Whether that's my business or not is not, is, I mean, it's not my business. But he owned a lot. So Zion's like, I'm taking some guns home. And our grandma's like, cool, whatever so he took a lot of guns like we were parading like i helped him carry some so did my little cousin eli i don't think his wife carried anything but like we carried like guns out two times so in a hispanic neighborhood the white boy that wears a maga hat all the time just toting guns out leading up to the inauguration would seem a little sketchy like politics aside that's kind of serious And he's not on, like, the rioting side or anything. He just thinks that, like, other countries are going to nuke us and we need, like, a plan of attack. So he took... I don't know why we measure bullets this way in the family or whatever. But he took, like, 50... Maybe not 50. He took, like, about 40 pounds of ammo with him home. And guns. And he told me, because I I own a firearm, too. I keep it there. Because I only use it when we go shooting. We're going to get
0: flagged by the FBI for talking about guns.
1: They're all registered. It's fine. They're, it's all legal I don't own a gun illegally or anything like they're all legal firearms but he talked to me he's like will you take your gun home and I was like I, I don't know about that man Steven might be uncomfortable I'm not cool with like just bringing a gun home into my house and he he got really serious like he looked at me like he was about to fucking cry and he's like will you just please do this for me and I was like I fucking guess dude I guess so I brought it home and I talked to you about it and we're gonna skip past his weird paranoia now cause like it freaked me the fuck out but I came home and I asked, I was going to ask you on the podcast if you were cool with it, but I didn't want to bring something super serious to you like that. And have you be like, actually, can we fucking stop recording and get this fuck out of my house? But you were like, it's essentially, it's not safe to be around you or me. We both have mental illness, but it has a trigger lock that only I have a key to, and you have no way of getting to it where it is. Yeah. So I told you it's locked and all of that. I'm not going to get into like ammo or like magazines or anything like that because it's nobody's fucking business. What kind of ammo I own? Um, but it's like you can't get to it to harm yourself. I didn't bring any of the like knives or anything that he gave me, like for hunting and shit. Cause those you could get to, and I'm worried about that. So he's just scared that the entire world is gonna end by Thursday. And I told him we were gonna be fine. Cause we're gonna be fine. Well, we're gonna be fine, but also um I made the shitty joke and the other time I was like, we're white, we'll be okay. I'm not white. Oh, he is. okay. Yeah. <laughs> And he was like, that's racist. And I was like, correct, but you believe, like, you believe that. He was like, "Mm, whatever. Like, we'll be okay. Like, the nation is going to be fine. Like, the majority of things, things don't affect everyone the same and all that stuff. But we'll be okay. Like, it's not like a nuke is going to drop on DC tomorrow during the inauguration. Like, that would be insane. That would start an insane world war. Nobody wants that. We're going to be okay. Um,. I was going to ask you because um, I listen to all the podcasts. You don't. I don't know if that's like a weird you don't want to hear a voice thing, or I guess really only one of us needs to listen to it anyway. Yeah. And like I'll let you know if there's any issue. Like I told you there was a sound issue in the last one. You couldn't hear it when you played it back on Spotify on the TV?
0: On my phone.
1: It was on your phone? And I heard it on Anchor when I played it back on my phone. There was some weird echo. And I remembered what happened um, during that time I actually had pushed the table that the mic rests on maybe like another foot away from me to get comfortable and I never moved it back. So I think that I was talking loud enough for it to pick me up but also it was so close to your mic that I might have gotten it too. And that could have happened, but <clears throat> whatever. Um, you're, this. The whole point of this podcast were, was for us to open up as friends mostly on my side because of emotional stuff. I think that I've opened up but I think that you're opening up a lot more than I am. I was wondering do you think you're opening up more and is it a direct result of the podcast
0: Um, I don't think so I just think we've never had an opportunity for me to be open with you about things because I'm a pretty open person 90% of the time there's certain things that I don't want to talk to you about and it's not because it's you I just don't I don't I don't talk to people about certain things in general I won't There's things I won't tell, like, Sam or uh, JP or Darcy. Like, I won't tell them certain things, and that's just because I'm emotionally unstable.
1: Yeah, you you have the right to privacy. I was just curious if you would notice that at all. Um, One of my coworkers that actually listens to the podcast, too, I just hit the mic if that picked up. I just rubbed it. Um, We talked about you being on Tinder and, like, you not swiping. It's right if you like somebody, right? Swiping right? Yep. Okay, so you not swiping right at anybody that you find attractive? She's like, I don't have a chance. She she wanted me to tell you that like okay. she is identified with you and like she I guess she has some of the she wouldn't tell me what it was yeah because I'm a very I don't fucking care at work kind of person. So I looked her. I was like, I don't give a shit. But she identifies with you. She wants you to know if you find somebody attractive, shoot your shot. If you don't, you don't know if they'll say no or not. If you yeah. do, they might say no. She was like, go for anybody you want. You're a great person. She's also the one that thinks your laugh is infectious. Thank um, you. I also wanted to... Now that we're doing these actually every week, it's really hard to do callbacks for me because you don't listen to the podcast. So it's hard to like pinpoint specific things. But in our... But my
0: memory is really good, so... Yeah.
1: In our last podcast, you talked about... Oh, we named him my name. You talked about Martin. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we named him my name. Okay, cool. I was like,
0: oh... What yeah, was I decided me? he was probably never going to listen to Fuck, it. Fuck,
1: he's not worth it anyway. But I was going to bring up that like... In the time – I mean, I've only seen you talk to, like, th- like three dudes for any significant amount of time. The one I tried to set you up with at work, who this other – the co-worker that I just talked about, she now knows who it is. Because she told me that day, and Oh I was like, yikes. oh, shit. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, and then <clears throat> Bradley and then Martin. Yeah. Those are the three I've seen you talk to the most amount of time. And, like, it just seems – I don't know if it's because I'm so jaded or maybe there's just the difference of dating experience, or maybe it's different for a gay man versus a straight man. But it seems like you, like you in like the first like little bit, you play it like really cool and you're like, it'll probably be nothing, but it seems pretty apparent that like your feelings tend to progress further than I would expect anybody else. Like at that point, like you and Martin having that conversation about being the one literally on your one and a half date because he hadn't seen you yet for your second date. Yeah. And, like, that struck a chord with you. And I was like, how? Like, if if a chick... If I did that to a chick or a chick did that to me, we would cancel the date and never talk to them again because that's, like, a really, like, rushed... Borderline stalkerish thing to say. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering if, like... Do you think that, like, relatively speaking to people that you know, do you, like, rush things a little bit more? Now, obviously not sex because you haven't had it but like you rush the emotional side of it.
0: So there's actually like a stigma and it's uh, it's actually like a running joke especially with lesbians. Yeah. That by like the third date lesbians are married. Yeah, I've heard um, that. Um I think I and I guess I play to that because I'm sure it has uh, to do with a few things, you know, um I'm so like starved for affection that once I get to that point with that person, I go to that extreme. If I feel that they're reciprocating that as well. Yeah. Um, I try not to because I have been fucked up in the past about it. So, but it's hard because my mind says, you know, be reasonable. It's only X amount of days you've talked to this person or weeks or whatever. But my, like, mental heart is, like, you're in love with them. You're going to marry them tomorrow. You're going to be with them forever.
1: And Jesus I know that's Christ. not the case. It's, like, but that's so fast. Like, you, you mentioned, like, he literally made you cry on your second – or, I'm sorry, after your second date or whatever. Yeah. When you guys had the conversation, and, like, you cried after driving him off. You got okay. You came home and smelled the pillow that smelled like him and then cried more. Yeah. Like, after two dates that seems like a pretty severe emotional response to him being like hey i actually not feeling this because that again on my side in my dating life that's actually extremely common to have those kinds of conversations at that point where it's like hey i'm not really interested or something or you i guess ghost them depending on your level of maturity with things like that but it seems pretty common to have that kind of conversation but like it made you cry because you're like he said i was the one clearly from my perspective, that was either a lie or he is really not okay mentally to be like, well, obviously you're the one. This is the longest I've ever dated anybody to fucking... He didn't say that, but it seems like yeah, he's never had a second date and he's like, this is the longest I've ever been in a relationship. We're going to get fucking married. Or he's some weird straight dude trying to fuck with gay guys. I really doubt that last one, but that came across my mind when you were telling the story. And I was like, sounds like he's just fucking with people.
0: Yeah, but- it's hard to say. I mean... <laughs> that whole three months or whatever it was, was definitely very interesting and I learned a lot. Um, and I guess it's good that it happened the way that it is because for the most part, it's helped me
1: not rush into things for the most part. <laughs> for the most part, except every relationship I've ever known you to be and you rush into things.
0: <clears throat> well, I mean, up have t- like recently, uh- I, have, I haven't really have had the opportunity, I guess, to do that because I haven't been, like, going out searching like I was before. Yeah. But, I mean, with, with Bradley, that was, like, uh, a couple months after that. No, it was, like, almost a, half a year, like six months. I don't remember. What are you talking about? Well, because me and Martin ended in october it's weird that you know that well because it was i i remember it because i was being spiteful and posting on my snapchat that i needed my prince bubblegum because i was marshalling the vampire king for halloween
1: adventure time reference. yeah
0: and then me and Bray, bradley uh didn't uh start talking until like june of that following year seven months yeah like that
1: i thought you were saying that you guys dated for six months i was like no you didn't no you and bradley i was like you guys went on like two fucking dates and then he fucked around like an asshole yeah um you also seem to move on pretty easily like compared to like what i would get to like if i was at the stage where i was like i'm the one i'm literally gonna cry if this person leaves me or says something fucked up like at that point it would probably take me not to sound like a giant pussy but like a year or more to get over them like you literally did it in a day. It just seems like your emotions are all over the place in relationships.
0: I think because I when when something when the whole thing with um Martin happened, I like immediately when I got home after I cried <clears throat> from smelling the pillow, I called Kaylee and I told her what happened and she like talked to me about it and then she was like you're a bad bitch like you're gonna find someone better like he doesn't deserve you and so like that made me feel better and then the same thing happened i told sam about it and sam was like what the fuck he's a psycho you deserve better like you're a bad bitch and like i got the same visceral response from all of my friends and that you know helps me process it quicker and i was like i am a bad bitch i do deserve better i am gonna find someone else and it helps me move on. And I was pretty much over it by Halloween, besides me being a little spiteful.
1: I mean, you should, you should have been over it in, like, a day, because it lasted two days. It did not last two days. I'm sorry, two dates, and then off and on. I from... mean, we were talking consistently for two and a half months before all that happened. I would have just stopped talking, I don't know. he It all seemed sketchy. Like, when you were going through it, I was like, no, bro, this dude seems fucky as shit, bro. And I wouldn't have talked to him. But, like, I just... I noticed that, like, we... Obviously, we deal with things differently. That's the whole, like, thing with our podcast is that you and I deal with information way differently. Um, but I just... I noticed that, like, relationships seem to be rushed for you. And I've heard that, like, stereotype about lesbians or like, they just get married so quick. I've never heard it about gay men specifically, only lesbians. So, I didn't know... Again, I'm not going to be like, is that a gay thing? Because, like, things don't affect every single person in a group the same but i didn't know if that was more common on your end of things than it is on mine i feel like it is i mean being on social media as much as i am i
0: see it all the time like someone on like tiktok will be like oh my gosh i have a date with my person or whatever and then all of a sudden a week later they're like we're moving in together and i'm like wow
1: okay jesus fucking christ that's a lot. Oh, I also wanted to thank you. We had this conversation the other day. Um, initially, when I moved in with you, I pay you reduced rent. Obviously, we talked yeah. about that. We're not getting into the numbers of it, but I pay you reduced rent, and it was for it was for a given amount of time. I can't remember what it was. I told you, I said I might need like four to five months. I said I might need six, and you're like, if you're going to be here that long, you might as well just be on the lease and pay me half rent. Like I'm actively, we're not going to talk about the lifestyle that I'm. Uh, have to do but like I'm actively making strides towards it as you've seen lately because there's been a lot of stuff coming in that you've had to deal with or I've been trying to move and get out of your way but like I'm making an effort so I asked you the other night I was like hey man like realistically how long do I actually have with you because I was trying to be out by like the end of March and just like have the bare minimum that I needed yeah and you're like I like having you around honestly like until it becomes an issue you can be here as long as you need to get shit in order which I really appreciated because you're the only person in my life that would offer that to me. Yeah, Zion's offered me to live with him, too, but his wife's not my biggest fan, and I don't want to live with him. But I just wanted – I appreciate you, and I love you. Um, I was going to talk about how my depression affects others because something happened the other day, but I can't – I was told by HR I can't discuss it or I'll get fired. Yeah. So, um, oh, segue. Um, I had to have a meeting with HR because we gained – five or six new listeners just from my job alone without me telling them like other people at work were like, Hey, did you know that Cody has this podcast going on? So like a group of them came and talked to me one day and like, can we listen to it? And I was like, yeah, heads up. Like I always tell them like you're gay in terms of like content. It's much more like serious and not to like give a, a like political thing to it, but it's definitely more left oriented Just because in terms of like gay rights, self-help and stuff like that, you and I agree more towards the left side of things. So it tends to be that way. So I always warn them because I don't talk a lot at work. People don't know a lot about me at work beyond you're my best friend because I talk about you all the time. Yeah. My weird alternative lifestyle and like some weird issues with family. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be really possibly jarring for them to hear the length of like issues going on in life and like different things and learning about you and me so i always let them know and all of them have been really cool with it and all of them have listened but i had to go talk to hr because i I looked i was like hey 10 to 15 maybe even no yeah it's like 10 to 15 people at work now listen consistently so i need to have a conversation with you about what's okay to say and what's not because we i we have that weird social media thing where like i can be held accountable for anything that i share if it's offensive or rude or Whatever. And she's like, I don't actually know how that affects podcasting. I'm going to have to talk to higher-ups and let you know. Higher-ups haven't gone back to her. I had the conversation at the beginning of this week, and they never got back. So I have to see her. She has weird days off, so I won't see her again until this coming Saturday. Yeah. So I don't know what I can talk about. I had not like a chunk of my notes, but like a good portion of my notes were related to workplace stuff going on. So I don't know if I can do them so i'm gonna skip a good chunk of those notes right now but we will circle back and i can do like vague stuff yeah because she said i presented stuff to her and i was like this is how i'm gonna say it this isn't script like this isn't scripted obviously but like the notes i have i come up all week with so i'll be like hey this is what i have written down is this okay and she was like well all of those are really gray area things to mention and i told her i was like i don't like grays i need it's okay or it's fucking not yeah not hey we'll see because like literally my income so <clears throat> we're going to skip past that. Um, I have a really specific scenario to tell you that a coworker told me about though. He gave me permission to talk about this. Yeah. I'm not going to say who he said I could say his name, but HR is going to listen to this and I don't want her to hear that this is being talked about at work. It's not on the clock or anything like he talked to me about after, but we were on work grounds. Um, so as you know, I have a coworker that is dating a porn star. Okay. Oh, did you not know that? I don't think so. I oh, think you
0: he may have mentioned it like very, very briefly. Yeah. And I just didn't care.
1: So like, I don't care. I'm not going to say her name because she's, I learned that she's actually relatively famous when I looked her up. She's like, I was going to say where, um, she's in like a top tier list of like porn stars, I guess in uh-huh. the country. I know nothing about her. I don't care. Not the point. So she's a fucking porn star, right? He thought, as a gift to his friend at work, oh, that he would give. Yeah, no. <laughs> that he. I was gonna ask you this last time, but I forgot. It, it was in my notes, but I skipped over it because we got so sidetracked. Do you think? I'm not even gonna use this in this suggestion right now. Do you think, as a as a gay man, if I I have a, I have a friend that's straight, I'm straight, right? Do you think? I have two questions. Do you think it's okay for me to share nudes of my girlfriend with my friend? No. Do you think Do you think it'd be cool if I gave him my girlfriend's panties, used panties? Absolutely not. <laughs> Does that answer change at all if my girlfriend's a porn star and she said it was okay? She said it was okay, but she still... ev- she even signed them for him.
0: Um, I still feel like no, one hundred percent not. I, it doesn't hmm. matter because those things are something that was given to that person and only for that person
1: and like it's still so she said it was fine which I guess like the consent issue is out the door like you're not sharing things that she's not okay with but it becomes like a really weird issue because he he posed the question to me like this she was like hey would you this is an argument that they were having and they didn't tell me what it was he was like, Hey, would you think it was cool if I got my guy friend uh signed panties of a porn star for a present? And I was like, Oh, did your girlfriend's like friend sign some panties for somebody? And she's like, No. Or he was like, No, and I was like, Did you buy them off eBay or something? And he's like, No, it's my girlfriend's and I looked at him and I was like, Whoa, whoa, bud. I'm sorry. Did you just say you want to give away your girlfriend's used underwear to your coworker? He's like, We're friends, and I'm like, This isn't he's old. He's I think he's in his mid to late fifties.
0: Oh he, my god! he's an
1: older gentleman she's very young she's like in her 30s well i guess it's not super young but like comparatively yeah and he works and he's broke so really weird i guess she's probably a millionaire or something i don't know how much porn stars get paid yeah but i told him i was like kind of weird and i told him i was like if this was porky's era which is a uh, a softcore porn movie um i was like if this is porky's yeah that makes sense like if it's the 1970s like hey hey look at my girlfriend's panties like i told him i was like i get that like in the time that you were raised that makes sense but your friend is also younger than your girlfriend he's like 30 something i think and that's not like a common thing now like and he was like but it's a porn star and i was like you take that out of it it's your girlfriend's panties like i get if like you went to some weird shoot and you got to see your girlfriend work and like her friend signed you a pair of panties Was like give this to your friend that's that makes sense and I'm not saying – there's not, like, morally an issue with it because, like, she said it was fine. Sign them for him to give to him is my understanding of it. I might be wrong. But, like, there's no moral issue with it. It's just fucking weird. It's very, very weird. <laughs> like, if she's cool with it and he's cool with it and everybody's on board, that's fine. But, like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. Like, who thinks – I told him, I was like, what are you going to do, fucking frame them for him and hand him to him as a gift? Like, what's he going to do with, like, porn star panties that are signed? Like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to cut this out. I just, whatever. It's fine. HR is either going to listen to her or she's not. We're eight episodes deep in this bitch. She has a lot of content to get through before she gets here. But if if there's an issue, we can edit these somehow. We're not going to right now. But I like I genuinely wanted your input on that because I feel like we feel the same way. That it's fucking weird.
0: It's extremely weird.
1: Like, it would make sense if it was a detached famous person where it's like, oh, I got you. I don't know what wouldn't be creepy. I was going to say like a lock of Keanu Reeves' hair. That's still kind of creepy. Like, I got you a, a signed shirt from Bill and Ted's Adventure from Keanu Reeves and gave it to them. Like, a piece of clothing. That's cool, because it's detached. You bought it for a purpose to give to somebody. But, like, the weird sexual thing of panties and, like, it being your direct partner seems kind of weird. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's, uh, it's right? Weird. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. I wouldn't
0: I, I wouldn't do that if if, like somehow I was dating a, a porn star and he was like, "Oh, you could give these to your friend or whatever." I'd be like, "No,
1: no, 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 no." No. No. Like I could see like um I also learned from him, I didn't know this, but there's conventions for porn stars or for I'm sorry for the porn industry in general. I can't remember what it's called or what they're called. I don't I don't know where it is. I think it's in Florida because that's where shit happens. But I was like, I could see it if you were, like, there and one of the porn stars was like, here, have a signed pair of underwear. But, like, it's just weird that you were, like, because porn star out of it, you're like, do you want a pair of my partner's underwear? Like, that's just such a weird, like, line to me. Yeah. But that's all. I'm glad that we agree. I thought it was strange. The dude who it was supposed to be a gift for listens to our podcast. So he's going to be like, damn right, bro. It's fucking weird. It's super fucking weird. Why would you think that's okay? Like, good on him for dating a porn star that's like fourteen year old me's dream. Yeah. But as an adult, meh. Um, I wanna know I worded this weird. I was gonna say what has been your biggest biggest disappointment in life as an adult, but what I mean is what did you think adulthood was gonna be life like as a kid in contrast to what it actually is now? And I wanna know what the biggest difference and like disappointment was. <sighs>
0: Uh, I we,
1: we, can, we can have that be a whole podcast question if you want but it was just put a pin in it uh, yeah I have no idea we can put a pin in that um, um, I thought about this the other day if when when you get married are you going to take your partner's last name or are they going to take your last name or are you just going to have each other like keep your name separate
0: um, I guess it depends on how their last name sounds against my
1: name If that makes sense, Stephen Smith. No. Okay. I I figured that was gonna be like a more in depth conversation. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, I have. I guess I haven't really thought about it. Even though like being married is like something that I've. Um, I guess it would be a conversation with me and my yeah husband or whatever. Like, do you want me to take your last name? Do you want to take my last name?
1: Like, what? I do you want me to hyphen? Do you want a hyphen? Oh. I guess it depends on how long their name is. I figured it would be a conversation like that cuz like I don't think there's a tradition in like the gay community where one partner takes the other last name or whatever. I assumed it would just be whoever proposed is the one that keeps their last name and then the the proposee is the one that takes the last name. I feel like but probably I don't ultimately I would take their last name. Yeah, cuz you're a bottom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love you so much. I'm sorry. I really wish that we had a video because y'all could have seen how <laughs> upset my face was right now.
1: We're getting video soon. Well, soon-ish. Um, I was going to ask you, so on the podcast, why? Because I asked you how much I mean to you on the podcast. And you, it's become apparent that you can only tell me how much I mean to you. Like, either in, like, the tier list that you gave me or, like, you can't do it in words unless you have been drinking. Because, like, the last time we had a private conversation about, like, I was going to bed. I had said an off comment about not being okay mentally. And you're like, hey, like, you know that you mean a lot to me, right? And, like, you you weren't, like, super deep in it. You weren't, like, three fucking bottles of wine deep and just like, I fucking love you, man. I fucking just love- <laughs> <laughs> But, like, you had been drinking a little bit. Yeah. Like, do you think that you have issues expressing how you feel about me sober? No. No. No? I
0: would still explain it the same way. Okay. I'm I'm a very visual explainer, I've realized. Like, I need to be able to picture it in my head to explain it.
1: Should we search, like, your favorite gay porn video, and you can be like, that's how much you mean to me uh, right there. No. I'd go down on you for 12 fucking hours.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> God, that's a lot. That's like lockjaw shit right there. Um. Why won't you marry me? I shit you not. That's a note.
0: Why won't I marry you? Mm-hmm. you can say it (laughs) because of what i require in a relationship i guess
1: that's a really nice way of saying that steven doesn't want a sexless marriage yeah because i'd marry you and hold your hand and sleep in the same bed as you and cuddle you and treat you like a goddamn princess not that you're a girl or like calling you that because you're yeah gay but we wouldn't fuck yeah I mean you might suck me a little bit. Oh I mean God. everybody looks the same in the dark. A oh, hole's a, hole's a fucking Christ. hole. Ain't nothing gay about getting your dick sucked. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Um I'm oh just saying I'm just saying all the God. cliches about that. Do you I think I asked you this before. You remember those t shirts where it's like, I ain't gay, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah, those were so popular. I think when we were in like middle school, early high school, it was so fucking stupid. Um, so our our ex roommate, who is my friend, works with me at my uh, where I work. Yeah. There's a there's another person at work that was under the impression that he and I are friends. Uh-huh. Not knowing that that's not a thing for me. Yeah. She, she, uh, Extra mate and I only became friends when she left. And then she has since come back. So, like, I don't want people to be like, well, you're friends with her. Like, we were friends after she had quit. And then she had moved in with us after she quit. And then, like, this whole fucky thing. But we became friends separately. He thought we were friends. And they were talking one day without me knowing. And I was on lunch sitting in the uh in the break room and he just pops his head and he's like hey cody like we're friends right and i I was like huh no and he was like what and i was like no dude and then like she pops her head and she's like hi fucking told you you're not friends and he was (laughs) like it's okay and then she walked away she's like like i respect you though because we're work friends and i was like nope friends friends aren't in there bro different relationships yeah he's like work buddies and i was like nope you're really sad old man aren't you I was like, "We're coworkers." He's like, "But we talk nice to each other." And I was like, "Just cause you're, what do you talk like? You think you just kick coworkers like you just walk around? Fuck you, bud. No, like you're still nice to people." Yeah. And he was like, "Okay, oh, so we're not friends." I'm like, "No, no, we're not friends." Um, have you noticed, um, like even just on this podcast, or like I'm sure through our friendship, you have because we've talked about it. Have you noticed, um, the growth and strides that I've made as a person? to be quote-unquote better yeah 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 do you think that i'm opening up more as a result of the podcast i think so i mean before like you would get uncomfy
0: about like a fart joke i know that's i still do
1: can you not do the word
0: (laughs) (laughs) but you used to get like vehemently
1: angry oh dude yeah and now you're just like like I'll leave. Um, one of the coworkers at work, he found me and he was smiling. He was like, "I didn't realize that word made you uncomfortable." And I was like, "I don't know what episode or it was." Like the first one, and I was like, "Don't you fucking say it!" And then another another coworker was like, "What is it?" I haven't listened to it yet. And he's like, "Fart!" And I was like, oh. "Like, why does it make you uncomfortable?" And like. I guess that's the main reason why I hated the first podcast so much is because that was so prevalent in it. But now that more people listen to it, they're like, that's just a normal thing to talk about. Like, they're just like, this is funny. Yeah. It's embarrassing for me. Cause I don't, I guess I'm different in that way. Cause I'm like, this is such a taboo topic. Like we can't, like I talked about killing children, like literally. <laughs> and that's more of a safe conversation to me than like bathroom stuff. Yeah. But people are like, it happens, bro. Like people are people like everyone finds it funny. Yeah. Most of them like the more serious stuff later, but they're like, there's nothing wrong with that episode. Like, it's still funny.
0: It's funny because, you know, you're so like turned off by by (laughs) that and I will like make a joke about it or whatever, but I'm not going to (laughs) like go to the bathroom and come out and be like, bro, I just eat the fattest shit. Oh my God. (laughs) And I know people who do that and I'm just like,
1: (sighs) that That makes me me so uncomfortable. (laughs) That
0: makes me uncomfortable too. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever do that because Ew but fuck (laughs) bro I just took the fattest shit stop
1: dude stop I dude I had a chick this is gonna be TMI so I was we I was engaged oh I can talk about sex it's fine um I was fucking your boy was fucking and a woman did the thing and I just looked at her I was like it's soft now I'm done and she's like what and I was like no
0: she she shit no <laughs> oh.
1: no that's a different sex story oh. um no she farted and i was oh. like i was like i can't oh. and she's like what and i was like i'm i'm done i'm sorry and like i know that that like as an adult i'm learning that that's a weird thing like most people are like it's like it's to me it's funny now like if that happened to me now with a partner i'd be like this is hilarious i need to leave the room though because i'm a little uncomfortable but like it's such it's such a jarring thing for me to have that brought up That was literally the first question that you asked me was a fart question. I was like, dude why because I didn't know any of the questions prior. I didn't yeah. know any of the would you rathers or the slang Well obviously I didn't know the slang that was the whole purpose yeah but I didn't know any of it before and I was just like
0: mm, bro <laughs> is
1: that it's funny you you
0: talk you know about your your person or whatever and they they um, farted. So there's actually I there's a, a specific video I watched and this person was like all nervous for their like first time with their boyfriend or whatever and they're like what if I fart on their dick? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, oh it was a dude. I was yeah. like I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that just that just reminded me of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that, I feel like considering the nature of yes stereotypical gay sex that might be relatively common. Yeah.
0: Right, I would assume so.
1: So I feel like, I mean, I'm sure there's gay people out there that are like me. They're like, "Oh, that's kind of gross," but like, I feel like in general, due to how you guys have to have sex, I feel like there's a lot more prep time that goes into it. Yeah, for sure. Because you can't just yeah just any time slide up in there. I don't think. No, well, I mean, ugh. I mean, you yeah. could, but it's not ideal unless yeah. you're some weird kinky dude. Um, Shit on my dick. But I feel. <laughs> Sorry. Boy, do I have some stories for you. Oh my god. Um but like it it's it's become very obvious to me that that is I knew it was normal to do that obviously, but like the humor of it is like universally known. Yeah. So the first episode isn't as uncomfortable for me like most people are like it's funny we're adults. Like I don't see the issue. So it's it's really cool to have people be like this is good. Like almost all of the criticism Minus the one chick that thinks I'm an arrogant asshole has been positive. Except the one dude that was like, first two episodes are kinda lame, I'm here for the deep long shit. Ha! I made a pun. Deep long um, shit. Um, so <laughs> that made me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> but like m- overall people are like, it's really good. They're like, especially for like a new podcast, your audio overall is pretty fucking good.
0: It's funny you say that because <clears throat> one of my um he's not my subordinate anymore, but um one of one of my subordinates said that our audio was shitty
1: and i wonder if they just listened to one of the episodes where the audio was kind of fucked up the the only episode where it's fucked is the fourth one yeah because my mic had some weird thing where it wasn't working and we didn't know that yeah and that's your big adventure all the other ones minus some hiccups have been normal and again i think the issues are more of like distance between mic because like i don't know about your mic but mine came with some stupid sheet that's like you have to be 16 to 18 inches away that's a big that's a foot of range that you could be close to your mic and at the 18 inch mark or further like that's when i start getting echoey on your side yeah so i'm literally what am i five inches from my mic right now maybe so i'm trying to keep it closer so it gets my audio and not yours um my other coworker also said we should do fan-submitted questions, which we literally do. We plug our email every time now. It's, and our Twitter. Tri- yeah. We're trying our best-ish at gmail.com. It's spelled the exact same way as the title minus the apostrophe. There's no apostrophe. It's all one fucking word. We're trying our best-ish at gmail.com.
0: And our Twitter is wbestish.
1: Yep. That's S- it. Submit questions. Um, also, Facebook, we're trying our best-ish. Um, yep. Submit questions, DMs. I'd, you can, is DM a thing on Twitter? Yeah. You can direct message. Cool submit some shit tweet at us email us do we have hashtags is that how i don't know how hashtags work
0: um we can make a hashtag i haven't but it would be hashtag we're trying our best dish
1: or hashtag trying our best dish yeah cool sh- best dish that best boom any of those will i don't work. know how hashtags work i just know it's the pound sign which is what i still call it um i was gonna ask you this i should have asked you this but like they're all out of order um, if you're not swiping right on people that you genuinely find attractive on Tinder, why have it to date an ugly bitch to find
0: someone that I could be like, Oh, you know, they're like attractive. They probably find
1: me attractive.
0: So I'm not like him.
1: Oh, okay. I, I thought you were just not swiping on anybody that you thought was attractive and you're just swiping on people that you're not attracted to. I'm like, that's how you become unhappy in relationships. No, I, okay. I,
0: I, when I say I don't swipe on people I find attractive, I'm talking like this person was chiseled from the marble of God. The marble of God. The marble of God. God's marble chiseled this person.
1: So many sex jokes. Um, in the last podcast, we mentioned um, Bradley going through a divorce and having an ex-spouse. Yeah. And you made a very slight comparison to the two of you. Do you see similarities between the two of you? Like he has a type or anything? And you were like, well, we're kind of similar. And I was like, you don't have a lazy eye. And you're like, no, 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 no details. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that you're similar or that, like, he's attracted to you because, like, some way you might resemble um, them? I don't know how any of these people identify. I
0: I don't know because we had that weird moment in high school. Um, I don't, I've told I you this story. Be- uh, well, I know. But before he met his ex-wife. Yeah. Um we had that moment where at our school we got cherry slushies every Friday. Yeah. I tried, I tied a cherry stem with my tongue. I forgot about the slushies. And then when we started talking again and we hung out, um, no, at during, um, like a week later, um, or maybe it was during that. I don't remember. He was like, Oh, maybe I should have given you a chance or whatever. Like, that's the comment he made. Yeah, and then he told me later that if I would have tried a little harder, it might have been a thing. But so I wasn't there to be that comparison, I guess, when he met her.
1: Yeah, I mean, now do you guys think that you look alike? No, do you think similar body type or anything now? <laughs> no. Okay. Maybe I don't. I haven't seen them in forever. She looks the exact same as she did in high school. Then no. I've seen her since then. Um, I was going to ask you in general right now, are you, are you on a high or low for manic depressive? Um, the last like two weeks have been pretty low. Have, okay. I'm going to ask you this fucking question anyway. Oh God. Um, are you g- generally not genuinely generally happy in life? Yeah. 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 Good.
0: I, I have good friends. I like where I live. I have a good job. I enjoy my job
1: 94% of the time. You do. Like, we can't, our jobs, we're not going into it, but our jobs are pretty much as close as they can be for not working for the same people in terms of, like, the logistics of it. Obviously, I do different things than you do because I work in a different area. But, <clears throat> like, we're just, our jobs are very similar, and I hate my job. There's no way around it. HR knows, store manager knows, I hate my fucking job every day. I rarely have a good day at work. You for the most part when I talked to you about your day it's either it was good and fine and nothing exciting happened or something like really funny happened. It's pretty rare where you come in and you're like man fuck this place which is usually around the holidays when we're super busy because that's how food works yep <clears throat> I just wanted to check in because since you brought up your lows I'm, I'm gonna try and bring up like checking in with you more and stuff because I care and I'm worried I didn't know that it was to such a degree we've never had. I knew that you had mental illness problems just like I do I just didn't know. How yours worked, which is why I asked you the other day how your anxiety works. Because mine is like future all the time. Yeah, like I'm worried about being 50, which is 25 fucking years from now, and in my head I'm like, it's tomorrow. Yeah, we're we're fucked. But like, <laughs> I I've talked myself down a lot. And you're like, it goes back and forth. Like you'll either worry about like stuff in the moment or future stuff. Mine is almost entirely future stuff. Well, and for like, the most part,
0: like like sitting right right here with you, even though nothing is happening you can feel it i'm very anxious you're tense yeah and i don't know why but i am here i am
1: um oh do you remember our conversation about cole's dude yes i do cool um two things one i had to go back and return something else Uh uh-huh. so i've now done two online returns by myself oh I'm, my ofi- God. I'm officially a big fucking boy
0: you are was cole's boy there
1: no, it was, a set, it was two different people. I was hoping he was going to be there because I was like, I'm going to Cole's literally to talk to this guy and be like, yo. I'm, I was just going to look and walk and be like, are you gay? And he'd look and be like, who's asking? And be like, I am for my friend. I'm going to be like, don't worry if I was, what's up? But I'm not and you're cute. So hit up my boy. But he wasn't there. I was really sad. I don't know if that's his job where he does the Amazon returns. He was folding clothes nearby. Yeah. So I don't know if he works that or he was just in the area. I also obviously don't know what he works. Um, but so I'm an adult <laughs> doing Amazon returns by myself, which is so simple now. I don't even have to bring a label. I just show up with the item. I'm like, put that in a box for me. And they're like, sweet, bro. Here's your return. And they give you a coupon for 25% off at Kohl's. Oh. I'd never shop there because a shirt's $40. But cool. It's in the car if you want it.
0: I'll take your Kohl's coupon. Cool.
1: Um, you brought up you're like two things happen – when like two gays are set up cuz like it's a stereotype where it's like have you met my gay friend? Yeah. You're like one we going to fuck or we're going to fight about who's a better gay. What does better gay mean? I don't uh,
0: that's <laughs> uh, that, I don't think there's like really a term for it cuz there's there's actually a joke and it's only it, don't, it only makes sense to you if one you've seen American horror story and you're on TikTok or social media in general. Fuck so <laughs> the whole setup is is like I use a very specific example that I just saw, like not that long ago, and it's like when you're the only gay at work, and your job hires another gay, and then so like the whole audio is like, um, the new gay walks up and is like, "Who are you?" And then, the, um, oh no, the the new gay walks up and you're like, "Who are you?" And the new gay goes, "I'm Pam. Who are you?" And then the old gay goes, "I'm the Supreme." The Supreme comes from American Horror Story, um, the witch season, where okay. there's a Supreme witch. She's the top witch. She can do all of the things or I whatever. watched,
1: like, a chunk of that with you. Yeah, okay. so,
0: like, uh, that's <clears throat> the, like, I'm the Supreme gay at my store because I'm overall better. But what does that mean? Like, I mean, I'm friendlier. I'm not as bitchy, even though. Oh, I,
1: you mean better as a person, not... I thought you were saying, like, literally better at being gay. I was like, that doesn't make no, any sense. No, m- okay. like, me,
0: me as a person, I'm a better gay. Like, okay. I'm not stuck up. Um,
1: yeah. I, I'm i not as <laughs> stuck up as most. I was going to say, um, Zion thinks you're stuck up sometimes. Which, really? Yeah, he he told me that. He thinks that. I'm offended. Um, he said that initially, like, when he didn't like you in high school and stuff, when you're my friend, he, he thought that, oh, w- when you worked together, he thought that, He was like, Stephen just thinks he's fucking better than me. And, like, I mean, you are. Yeah. But, like, you're not like that. Like, you're not a stuck-up person. Like, you're not arrogant. No. Neither one of us are.
0: And so when I say I'm a better gay, I'm more accepting, you know, I don't care about the stereotypes of of most, like, most gay men. Okay, I don't want to say most. A lot of gay men, you know, look for whatever. And I'm just overall – I, I hate talking about myself like this. I'm overall, like, more kind. You know, I'm more empathetic. Um, I can be a bitch. I have resting bitch face pretty hard, um, especially at work. Yeah. Um, and I think it also has to do a lot with my position that I have to, like, present myself to this higher standard. So I won't – I do come across as arrogant or a bitch. But once you, like, get to know me and I like you, if I don't like you, I'm going to – let you know I don't like you, but overall I'm just a good gay.
1: Okay. Cause I I can't remember what it was. I think it's cut, I brought them up before, but like they do a video where it's like eight gays decide who's the gayest gay. And that doesn't make any sense. Like there's no gayest They're all gay men. Like liking pink and scarves doesn't make you gayer. That's a stereotype. Like I've I've never It understood is a stereotype.
0: That. But like like we were talking we you know I make you watch RuPaul's drag race with me mm-hmm. and I always say at least I'm not that gay because oh. I don't see myself that gay like I would do drag for like whatever but I like you look at those those men and they're
1: gay like they're they're the stereotypical flamboyant gay man Yeah
0: like they have they walk around with a limp wrist and a purse and they like Everything they own is pink, and they drink iced coffee for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like,
1: Is iced coffee a gay thing? K- k-
0: stereotype. Gay oh, men drink that's iced int- coffee. I didn't know that. That's and interesting. And it actually seems to be very true because I only enjoy iced coffee, and the other gays that I know also only enjoy iced coffee. You
1: don't like hot coffee?
0: I do not. I do Why? sometimes. I couldn't tell you.
1: That's fucking weird.
0: I mean, I I drink coffee because I have the stuff for to make coffee at home. Yeah, you have a curry. But curate. if like I had ice and a tumbler, I would make it iced.
1: Okay, I have a bunch of cold brew that you should probably try. Then I have like tins of like you don't have to brew it hot and then make it cold. Like you can brew it in ice. Yeah, which is cool. I just I didn't know that was a gay thing stereotype. I associate it with. Like Barbie white bitches. Uh, yeah, exactly. Basic bitches. Yeah. Oh, oh. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Got you. yeah. Uh, we're gonna qu- we're gonna take a quick tea so I can go pee. We're gonna come back. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I'm an amoeba. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that is an inside You motherfucker. That <laughs> that only me and Cody will get. Um,
1: <laughs> unless you want to share the story, but. Um. Oh, that's fine. We uh, we had a topic in mind to do today. Today's just going to be a shorter uh, hour-long notes episode of me asking him questions instead of stuff, which I have a few more. We we can go a little bit. Um, so, did I tell the story of? I think I told the story of getting my coworker that record. Yeah, yeah. Mom did. passed away. So, um, I told that story. I actually don't remember if I said the amoeba thing. Whatever. I told the story, I brought the record player to work to play the record for her, and I was off that day, and I was trying to be, like, on the DL. Don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, (laughs) don't be suspicious. I was trying to, like, not be noticed, but um, they were having a meeting in my department that morning at the exact time that I got there. So, I walked in the middle of the whole fucking circle of people to go to the door that I needed to. And I meant to scream, I'm an enigma, which means I, like, I don't notice me. I'm not here. I'm, I'm a ghost. But I screamed, <laughs> I'm an amoeba, <laughs> just running past everybody. It made them all die. And I was like, what's so funny? And I went home and I was like, oh, God, I meant an enigma. <laughs> and I, before we started, I told Steven, I was like, we should have that beer opening. I was like, I'm an amoeba, like you doing that. And then at the end like, have our closer, just me being like, God, I meant Enigma, and just have that be our closer. I feel like
0: it still works, because an amoeba is, like, a microscopic Little, organism yeah. And, yeah. that you can't see. So, I mean, yeah, you can be an amoeba. An amoeba.
1: <laughs> but that's, that's what that is. <laughs> um, I was going to – I asked you um, something about dating the other day. Yeah. And you're like, ideally, you'd go on a date, have the conversation where you are, and, like, do this. Mm-hmm. why do you want to have the where are we conversation on the first date? Because that is not common. I don't want to waste my time. But, like, how, like, how do you know if you want to be with somebody after one date?
0: Well, so it's not, like, where are we? Where are you? Like, are you here for, like, a date and then a fuck and then peace out? Or are you dating to find that long-term relationship?
1: But I feel like you would get those answers before you went on the date because generally, like, you being the person that you are you're not going to go on a date if it's just a fuck so like i feel like that conversation is out of the way and like you're trying to establish a relationship and be like where like are we boyfriend boy, i almost said boyfriend girlfriend are we boyfriend boyfriend yet like that just it seems rushed when you explain it the way that you just did that makes more sense but in the age of like dating online i feel like those conversations the conversations you just said are had before the date
0: yeah it, de- it depends on who you're talking to because some people like when you're talking to them, they want to, like, get to know you. And uh, when I say that, it's like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? What do you like to do in your spare time? Blah, 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 blah. And then you decide if you're going to go on a date and then, yeah, you know. And I would, I probably really honestly wouldn't do it on the first date. You know, after, like, three or four, I'd be like, so, how you feeling? What's the vibe? Like, we going to continue dating are you expecting me now to like suck your dick?
1: Yeah. Like where, where,
0: where are <laughs> we going? Like what is happening?
1: Okay. Cause like in, in my experience, that's like a, there's not like a number on it. I guess you do it when you're ready, but like on the dates that I've gone on, like you don't go on dates like back to back. So like you'll do a date, like one week, you'll do another one in a couple weeks. So like after maybe like three months of dating, you'll sit down and be like, Hey, you'll have the actual conversation. Like, Hey, we're an exclusive partnership couple, whatever. So, it, it just, like, the way that it was worded in the episode, I listened to it and I was like, Steven wants a boyfriend, like, on the first fucking date. No. And that seems kind of serious to me. Well, and again, that
0: goes <clears> back <throat> to the the stereotype of, by the third date, we're married.
1: Okay. I thought you were going to make that joke again and be like, um, I'm gay, duh. Yeah. Like, we're, he's going to fuck me, first date, we're going to fall in love, and then, like, by next week, I want to be at the courthouse married, duh. Except we wouldn't fuck until after <clears throat> we're married. You don't want to fuck until you're married? I'm, no. okay. Are you saying no, you won't, or no, that's a joke? No, that's a joke. Okay, I was like, I know that you would fuck, like, given that it was a serious relationship. Yeah. Um, Zion also pointed out, he's the only one that said this, but he said that I talk over you a lot. And, I like, I've noticed that during the podcast where, like, if you say something, I have something, like, immediately, I'm like, fuck you. Like, I have a joke. I've done it on this podcast, <laughs> and I've noticed where I interrupt you for a joke that's just the nature of our relationship and the banter yeah like usually they can't see me they'll see it when we have video because i do it often but like if i have something to tell you and it like it's not a joke that can wait because like if you have a whole conversation and i say a joke at the end it's not gonna land no but if i have something to tell you um like that old adage of like tying a string around your finger so you don't forget i don't have string all the time so i cross my fingers to remember things so i'll like i'll sit here on the table with my fingers out in front of me so i can remember Be <laughs> like Oh, he's done? Cool. And I'll uncross him and be like, motherfucker. Yeah. But, like, I do that if it's something that can wait. If it's not, like, a joke in the moment, I don't. He's the only one that's brought that up, but I've also noticed that listening to it that I do talk a lot. He's like, you talk a lot during the podcast. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, on the fourth one, you were a big Gay adventure. He's like, you talk a lot throughout. it. And I was like, do you just want Steven to be talking in a brick wall about his life and not have any, like, input or conversation from somebody else? Because it'd seem really weird if you're just staring at a wall and you're like, and then my stepmother <laughs> hit me with a fan <laughs> and then just silence. I don't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fucked up. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> you just wouldn't get like the banter and the emotion that we give each other. Yeah. If we did it that way. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I also say yeah a lot and it's very aware to me. You do. <laughs> <laughs> um, The people at work that listen to the first episode have also said they're like, Cause I cuss at work all the time, like a goddamn sailor. Like a lot of them came to me and they're like, Hey, um, do you know that you say fuck like five times within the first 30 seconds of your podcast? And I was like, yeah, I'm like, we literally talk about it in the podcast. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but it just seems like a lot. And I was like, I cuss a lot. Get the fuck over it. (laughs) Like I, I talk like that. It's like, I just cuss a lot. I told him, I was like, I say fuck. The equivalent amount of times that in the movie Django and Chain, they say the n-word which I think is like 200 something times I don't actually say fuck that much in the first episode but I use it constantly and I was telling the story behind the first like five minutes of that podcast where we recorded the first 10 minutes of banter and it was moi chef's kiss gorgeous yeah but I forgot all of it when we started re-recording because we don't script things yeah and you're just trying to throw shit at me and I was like Fuck. fuck you. <laughs> fuck. Because, like, I blanked out. And, like, everybody thinks that's hilarious because I think it's so genuine. And it is because I genuinely forgot. But that wasn't the plan. Yep. We were supposed to give each other shit and be like, fuck you, bro. I hate being friends with you. And, like, that was supposed to be the joke. But it turned into me just being like, I don't know what we said. And I don't know how to bring it up to you. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's funny. I I feel like this is kind of really because we had that whole pre-conversation before we recorded. And it was fucking hilarious. So um, the person that I mentioned that um, said that our audio sucked for whatever um, like I said they left my yeah. department um, so on their like last day, I was sitting in my office and they were like um, oh they were talking to someone else and they're like, oh now that I'm leaving Steven's not gonna care about me And I was like, oh that's not true. I never cared about you you little bitch. and he was like, Oh my god, you just fucking roasted me. And I was like, I hope you know that I'm joking and I do care about you.
1: But they're going to listen to this and you actually don't care about them no, and they're a I little really fucking do. cunt.
0: No, I really do. So are they quitting or are they just tra- they getting They move to a different your... apartment. Oh yeah, they're dead to you. No, I like, like, <clears throat> I will still talk to them in passing and, and, you know, make jokes and we never like hang out I guess. Um, we've mentioned hanging out before, but it's hard for me to hang out with people that aren't – or I guess people who aren't women because I feel like I have nothing to talk about with straight men. Straight We, ta- we men. talk just fine. Well, yeah, but I've never Granted, f-
1: it's RuPaul's Drag Race. But, like, the conversations are there.
0: <laughs> we, But we have 22 years of shit
1: to talk about. That's true. I actually have a thing about that in my notes. And
0: I've known this person for two years. So it's hard for me to be like – and I don't want to, like, just, like, go out for lunch and be like, so work. Yeah, it sucks. And, like, that's the end of our conversation when, like, I can go to lunch with one of my friends at that work that's a girl and be like, oh, my God, boys. And, oh, my God, this and, oh, my God, that and this and that yeah. or whatever and, you know, have, a like, a regular conversation.
1: That's fair. I – Yeah, I I think another reason why I don't have friends is, like, I literally just, like, I'm, like, I don't want to put the energy into talking or, like, finding things in common. I was going to be, like, you could talk to the guy about sports as, like, a joke because you and I know nothing about sports. Yeah. Sidebar, when uh, Papa passed away, we all, like, divided his stuff because he didn't have a will. The one person that, at the time, I didn't wear hats. I wear hats now because I got most of his hats for no fucking reason. So I just wear them in my day-to-day life but i also don't give a fuck about sports and their sports team i'm sorry their football team is the denver broncos obviously as it should be yeah so they gave me i can't remember who signed it but it was a fan, it was like one of their quarterbacks at one point it's a signed denver bronco hat and i looked at zion i was like what the fuck am i going to do with this he's like you're going to keep it and like put it somewhere and i was like i don't care about sports why did i why don't you take it you watch football religiously he's like i i just think that you should have it and i was like But why? (laughs) Like, I've never watched a football game in my life that wasn't like on Thanksgiving because that's like a tradition in our house. But it's just super fucking weird. Um, Thing about like not knowing what to talk about. I brought this up to you. Oh, no, I didn't. I brought up something else. I brought up that we were going to run out of ideas and like I'm realizing that we're not because like this is literally not an idea podcast at all. It's all notes and us doing banter. So this is like a freebie almost. But I thought that... Um, in the beginning, I mean, I still do sometimes like I will save stuff for the podcast and like, we'll bring it up later so we can get genuine reaction. Cause like, we're not, I'm not good at faking stuff, but I thought that in our personal lives, we would run out of things to talk about because I'd be like, well, I'm saving all the important stuff for the podcast. Like this at some point in your hopes is our job. Yeah. It won't be, but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a lot of people also said that like my idea of it not being a job is really great because it means that I'm doing it because I actually like doing it. I'm not doing it for money. Not oh, that you do not give a fuck about you. I just yeah. want to make money. Cool. <laughs> I was going to say, not that you just want money. Cause like you, I hope to some degree, like doing it as well. I oh, mean, yeah.
0: if I didn't like <clears throat> it, we would have been done after the first episode.
1: Okay. Not okay. You wouldn't do it just cause I like doing it. And you want to do something with me? No. <laughs> okay, cool. That's fair. Um, I guess I'll just go fucking kill, <laughs> kill myself then. <laughs> but I thought we would talk about like, we would run out of things to talk about in our personal lives. And that like has not been the case. We, d- I do save things to tell you. Um, I was actually going to talk to you about like a bunch of stuff at work on the mic, but I, we talked about, I can't because of issues. I will, if I can later, but I'm, I'm glad that this hasn't affected like our personal relationship as much as I thought it would. Cause I thought it'd be like, Hey, co-founder and like we just never talk again (laughs) but like we still watch ruPaul's drag race yeah i'll still watch um how to go with murder with you like we still sit and do things yeah which is really cool that we can do this and still be really good friends um the last note that i have that i can talk to you about is um you showed genuine shock uh, surprise whatever when i brought to you that the per the um fans comment bothered me yeah why why did why does it surprise you that such a thing would dig so deep i know why but i want to talk about it
0: um i because i really just thought you would be like yeah whatever fuck that bitch i don't know who they
1: are i i'm like that now like things we talked about before things like that don't generally like get digs of me like i get i used to get shit at work all the time like because people don't like me because of my abrasive personality Like, I I think I come across more likable on the podcast because, like, I can open up to you more, and I'm not this way at work, so I come across as, like, a genuine person. But at work, I'm an asshole. Not, like, literally, like, walk up and kick puppies or, like, stream at people, but, like, (laughs) people generally don't like being around me. Like, it's a running joke at work that if somebody transfers to my department, HR's like, you know who your boss is, right? Are you okay with that? are you good? And like, obviously people have transferred. So most of the time it's like, I don't really care. Or they're like, I don't think it'll be as bad as people put it out to be. Or like better than what I was doing before. Like there's always a conversation. And I think ultimately people tend to be like, Oh, he's not a dick. He just doesn't care. And like, I don't, I care about doing my job and like, I care about jobs getting done. But like beyond that, you're an adult with autonomy. Just go do your job and fucking leave me alone. I do have to manage, obviously, because we're managers, but I just. It just. People talk shit a lot at work, and I know that. But, like, it bothered me a lot because I told you this. Like, we. Like, after seven episodes, well, I guess more like five ish, of, like, genuinely opening up to you and, like, being a real person and talking to you about stuff that I wouldn't talk to about people at work who now listen or talk to strangers who now listen obviously because i don't know who that lady is i thought she worked at my store and recognized you yeah or uh worked there and recognized you but she was just some random person yeah which is so weird yeah so like people that aren't people that we know are listening which is evident obviously because we have i'm gonna check listenership in a sec um but we have more listeners than like you and i can account for there's like one or two where you work and there's I would say now about 10 to 15 where i work so that's maybe 17 18 people total Mm -hmm. and we have uh, it still says we have 30 listeners we are at 232 plays and our last episode is now our third most played at 31 plays wow yeah because it was at like 16 the last time i checked yeah now it's up to um 30 something yeah oh no it's up to yeah 31 plays i don't know how many in the last whatever but like we're we're not like gaining insane amounts of traction like we're not getting popular but like it's pretty cool um it but wow weird tangents um it bothered me because i didn't i just didn't think that like after opening up people would be like well he's an arrogant prick that like loves himself like the whole point of all those episodes minus your gay adventure is to notice like how depression is crippling and like the trueness of how I feel about myself and the nihilistic tendencies that I have. But it bugged me because of that. I'm over it. Like it bugged me for a day. Like we talked about and I was like, honestly one person versus the 15 people that I've directly talked to about criticisms. And they're like, all our criticisms are technical. Like this one episode has some weird audio issue this other episode or like you don't have an opening like that was the complaint for the first episode was like you guys don't have an intro and i was like i didn't know what the fuck that was i didn't know that we needed a thing i thought our intro our intro was welcome back to we're trying our best dish not a chunk of sound that is not us and then going into it like the opening for um, a tv show but like all the criticisms have been technical like you and i have a great banter i think we're doing great and i know that Based on, like, people that I watch on the internet, which isn't a lot. You are way more on the internet than I am. That's really common to begin with. Like, when you're starting a fan base, people are going to hate it and drop off. But once we get to, like, a listenership, it's going to be overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. And I'm just kind of... It bothered me for a day, and now I'm like, whatever. I keep bringing it up like it bothers me. But I just thought it was funny. I wanted to tell you that. Hmm. Um, That is all of our notes that I can... Talk to you about on the podcast well oh oh um i asked you this the other day who would win a fight turbo man or ultra lord this is a fan submitted question you know one of them
0: yeah um i don't know who turbo man is turbo man is so Mm -hmm. i would say ultra lord because i know who
1: ultra lord is (laughs) so in case people don't know uh turbo man is a fictional, not even a character, a fictional action figure that was made and produced for the movie Jingle All the Way. It's not like a real toy that was sold in um, mass. I think they actually made like some castings of it or something, but it's a toy. And then from Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then Ultra Lord is a fictional character, a fictional uh, TV superhero from the show Jimmy Neutron: Adventures yeah. of Jimmy Neutron: Boy Genius, and um my coworker that like listens to it the most is like you should ask him this question i was like he doesn't know who turbo man is and he's like why and i'm like most people didn't watch him all the way it was a flop but i also think ultra lord because turbo man is not a fictional person or not like yeah it's not a fictional person it's a literal toy ultra yeah. lord is at least a fictional person with some reference to what he can do yeah which is a weird thing to talk about, considering that these people are so nuanced, but we both agree Ultra Lord, I'll ask the dude at work what he thinks. He's going to be like, Turbo Man, duh. But, like, they're both fucking action figures, so I don't know. Hmm. Um, Zion thinks the world's going to end. I'm sorry, he thinks that the United States is going to end, which in his mind is the whole world, because the world can't survive without us. Yeah. And I told him that's not true, because we haven't been a, like a real superpower in a very long time. But, well, that's it. This is a very not a... Uh, serious thing oh i do have we can talk about that some notes um you know this um i think that you do it not to the same degree that i do i do it like my entire humor is based around self-deprecation it's like all of it are you good you're twitching real bad yeah i'm fine you having a fucking stroke over there no okay
0: it's an anxiety tick.
1: you you need a fucking hug no okay i was like your friend's gonna be here in like four hours so you better wait i'm just kidding Yeah, i'm good um Obviously, um, the jokes on here are a coping mechanism to deal with underlying traumas. Mm-hmm. It is for you, too. It's just something that people do. Uh, the abortion jokes aren't. <laughs> Except I wish I was aborted. Okay. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> uh, um, it's funny you say that. Speaking of, of that really quick, I shared a post on Facebook, and it says... Um, uh. I miss the old days back in nineteen ninety two when I didn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> Zion
1: shared that and I saw it and I was like, "Fuck yeah, bro! Yeah. Fuck yeah!" Trey was just born, so he can't say that. <laughs> um,
0: uh, well, I guess um, uh, uh, one last comment. So I told um Kaylee about the fan today today at work, and she was like, "When am I gonna be on your podcast?" And I was like. That's a really good question. I want you on a podcast episode where we have, a, like, a really good topic for you to give some
1: really good input in. And I also need to get a third mic. You can talk about her being a Jew. Eh. No, that'd be weird because then people are going to be like, Cody likes Jews. Yeah. I told um our old roommate that today. I was like, Steve and I, because um, they were asking about the podcast. And I was like, Steve and I uh, talked about what our, our ideal partners would be. And, and Steven's like, a Jew. And I'm like... That's not fair, but it is accurate. (laughs) Which is, it's really weird that like I'm gravitated towards that, but it's fine. Um, but that's all I have. We did have a topic. Um, are we gonna do it next week? Yeah, we'll do it next week. We'll tease it. Um, the topic is: if you could have the answer to one question in the world, what would it be? I we. how these work is we talk about topics five minutes before we record, yeah. and I brought that up, and you're like, yeah, it sounds great, because we were thinking you might have a question by the end of us talking, and you don't. No. That's fine. I think about that a lot, so I already have one, which is going to be really sad, uh-huh. but we'll talk about that um, next week. We record whenever we can, usually oh, seven to like nine days since last one, thereabouts. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little bit less. Sometimes it's more depending on what days we have off together. You got off early. I'm off today and tomorrow, so it works out. Um, that's it. This is a pretty like low energy one. Yeah. Like and we didn't talk about deep shit. If you guys
0: want to help me out and give me some ideas, you can tweet us at wbestish. <laughs> you can send us an email at we're trying our at gmail.com. You can message us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash trying our Give me some ideas, cause I am currently
1: drawing a blank even right now oh on question stats i thought you had ideas for podcasts was like bro we have like a hundred no about <laughs> I, if i
0: could have the answer to one question what it would be because i have no idea i mean i could probably think of some stupid shit i
1: think well i think most people would be like what's the meaning of life yeah what's the answer 42 to the meaning of the universe fuck you and your stupid 42 yes i know don't look at me like you know though yes i know it's 42 i hate it so much um but like i think most people would pick like stuff like that yeah or, the, or they'd be like, is there a God? Mm-hmm. Which, that would shake the whole fucking world as we it know really it. It really would. But that's all that I have. Thanks for fucking listening. Um, Steven usually does outros and stuff. I genuinely appreciate the people that listen because, I mean, I would still do this without it. Like, e- even if, like, one person listened and we didn't know who it was, I'd still be down to do it just for that one person. I sprinkle in jokes just for people at work sometimes or yeah. for Zion. So it's nice to, like, have those weird ends with people. But, like, I genuinely appreciate the people that listen. We don't make any money off this. All of it's out of our pocket, the time we have to figure out to do mics and stuff. You already owned a computer, so that's not really a huge deal. Yeah. But, like, we're just doing this because we like it. It is, it is literally a passion project for me that you were kind enough to support me in and be a bud. I just put my fucking hand above your candle that's letting it fucking hurt. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just want to say we appreciate it because I don't say it a lot. You're usually like, hey, thanks for listening. This is us. Trying to be genuine. Thanks for stopping by, people.
0: Yeah. Um, So I realize that it's kind of dumb to do this at the end, but I'm going to do it at the end anyway. Because hopefully in the next episode, we can have it as our recorded sponsor ad or whatever, the ad role that it does. So Anchor is where we upload our podcast to. Um, They distribute it multiple places. You can find out in any of our other episodes where to listen to it but at least anchor and spotify for sure
1: uh just thought about i just remembered something so we were having issues getting on um apple podcast itunes whatever it is it's all there now i I emailed them i got it figured out oh shit all of our episodes except this one is there um they take longer to upload so they said it takes seven to ten days once we uploaded to get there versus spotify like spotify is like an hour or something so Apple just takes longest. I got that figured out. I hope that it stays fixed, but they're all up there now. Oh, that's cool. that. three coworkers brought it up to me, and like, I want to listen, but I only, like, I use Apple Podcasts for everything. And I was like, okay, let me look into that. So I emailed them, and I got it figured Wow, out. you did
0: a thing. I did a thing! I did a thing.
1: Um, I also, I forgot, I didn't write it in the notes, but I, I clear my throat a lot throughout the podcast. I don't know why, like, you can, when when you listen, you can hear me go, when I, like, swallow spit or, like, I clear my throat. I don't know why I clear my throat so much. You don't do it as much. I just I, th- I, just do it. I try and do it away from the mic or like in a blanket so it filters it. But sometimes I can't. I'm close to the mic. I'm sorry about that. Nobody's complained about it, but I noticed it like really heavy the last one. I was like, shut the fuck up. Uh, okay. Well, I guess that's it then. Yeah.
0: Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Enigma. En- fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>